Good mother flipping Dano. And good mother Dano. <laughs> That's right, listeners. You're listening to the podcast of Sorry Not in Service. Say what? <laughs> <laughs> I said, you're listening to the podcast of Sorry Not in Service. No, say what? What? Do you think you're listening to? Why, it's the podcast of Sorry Not in Service. <laughs> A hello and special. Uh, so, um, go ahead. With your day, fine fellow. The headlines tonight. Futures revealed to a grateful nation. Downton Abbey in review fiasco. Exclusive revelations regarding Tom's whereabouts and actions. Carnivore interviewed for radio broadcast. Pope Francis continues to try to bring the Catholic Church into the 20th century. This time he's denouncing sorry not in service. It's f***ing dreadful, he exclaimed. But are you really? Listeners, join me as we find out. Who could this be to mine right? Uh, to your rect is uh, Simon, and that's German for right. Is it? And to your mind... And to, and to the rect stag. That's the right, William. And, the... <laughs> oh, that works. It does and, work. And uh, to the lect is... Um, is You're making is... it up now. William, is... hello! You carnivores Ooh. and herbivores all. Well, why not? Why not indeed? I tell you what, William, there's a dreadful sense of evil in the room this evening. Is there a dreadful sense of evil in the room? I wonder, because it could be something. Yes. 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 Uh, your town has been taken over by imbeciles. That's all I'm saying. Going door to door and stealing people's belongings. Good evening. <laughs> they need to know. They don't need to know. Lock your doors. Turn the lights off. Go to bed early. Tomorrow morning everything will be fine. But there's just loads of them out there. Actually, do you remember remember when the um, the old London riots were kicking off and oh, they started spreading yes. out ever? the cities? Yes, yeah, Do you remember that there were a certain amount of um, rather enthusiastic types who used to uh, get all all clobbered up and they'd go out and roam around in case any of these riots started coming over from that London? Oh, what sort of intent on joining in? No, 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 no like vigilante, vigilante, yeah, vigilante prevention. Certainly, yeah. I do now. Yeah, so I mean, can we encourage that on a community station? <laughs> Can we? Your community's under siege, 10 radio, 10 yeah. parishes. Under siege by what can only be described as toddlers and their parents. And, yeah. and you know, just let's just put a stop to this now. When did that become okay? What, the 90s? I don't remember it happening. Uh, not on my watch. No, anyway, thank you, Tony Blair. Big changes afoot. You know what I call him? I call him Tony B. Wanton Rioting. Well... You heard it here first, 10 Radio listenership. Yes, you did, with good reason. And another thing you might hear first here is Cream of Gold by Pavement. With good reason. And for those of you familiar with the notion of pushing your ears up against a curbstone, that was the sound of pavement. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, so you... it, it's sorry not in service, guys. Yeah, that was a bit of an odd first link, but hey, there's fear on the streets tonight, <laughs> and let's see what we can do about it. I've got my burning torch, and Simon, you've got a list of what's coming up on the show tonight. Yes, that's right. I'm not sure how much use that's going to be when... Um... 
the violence is going on outside. Yeah, well, here's hoping. Uh, we have um, just just opening up my A4 piece of paper here and reading it aloft. Um, uh, we've got um, a it Downton a Abbey review. The review of the uh, the review the fifth and sixth episodes of Downton Abbey and things, Both ladies and gentlemen, them. are hotting up like tootie tots. Oh and, wow, uh, like a treacle tart in a big old oven. That's the one, William. Thank you. Not not tootie tots. We've got an exclusive interview with Bob Sainsbury, aka brackets as known as Carnivore. Uh, we've um. We've, uh, hey, for those of you who are um, uh, bored by the music that we play, maybe during one of the songs you could nip onto sorrynotinservice.com and listen to an extract of the previous interviews with Bob Sainsbury, a.k.a. We've got some science, Will. We've got some science, the uh, glorious return of Our scientist science. who's been, uh, who's been, where's he been, locked away in a, a dank dungeon. Well, mainly what he's been doing is trying to pay off the debts incurred by his last batch of science. <laughs> That's true. Which, if you recall, was checking to see whether or not umbrellas cause bad luck. Yes, and he went to Vegas, didn't he? They well, did. What's, what, what's <laughs> our scientist uh, up to uh, this time? He's, he's... Is there such a thing as a nout which is as queer as folk? Right. We'll be finding out this and nothing more later <laughs> on. Uh, we've also got horoscopes. Horoscopes, and... the classic. Everybody likes to know what the stars are saying. Mainly nothing. Well, well, you dropped the C word there. Classic is the word because it is for the second show running what's Tom up to oh, what's Tom up to what's he doing there I know. what is he building in there so listeners <laughs> uh, you know you've been on tenterhooks no doubt edge of your seat yes. stuff uh, so, um, a we'll, brutal image we'll be revealing that uh, probably shortly actually I think really will yeah, we give them what there's they want there's fortune for you give them what they want and what they want is great radio but what they're getting is the dandy warhols <laughs> with solid <laughs> Woe indeed. Woe indeed, and that was the Dandy Warhols there with Solid. That's right. Good luck, boys, with the hit parade. We forgot to trail. We've got some junk mail as well. We've got some junk mail as well. That's right. So, so listeners, you are in for what can only be described as a hoity hour and 45 minutes. Hoity? Yes, sir. Oh, I love things that are hoity, like um, a tiramisu. Oh, oh so hoity. Wouldn't you, though? Oh, um, I uh, really would. Listeners, I could get along famously with a tiramisu right now. <laughs> are you sure you're not? I'm not <laughs> certain I'm not. Right, okay, well, there's some seepage. Um, listeners, I, after this event here, have got to go. Uh, he has to. I have to go. He's got no choice. To, uh, to a flipping Halloween party. And uh, it's going to be great, really. Uh, everybody uh, seems to be dressing up. and uh, Seems to be. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. I need ideas for what I can say I'm going as, because I'm not going in fancy dress. Uh, William, how would, you, how would you describe my garb? Well, let's start from the baton. He's got some uh, rather nice uh, 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 canvas trainers with the Red Bull logo on, moving further up faded black denim jeans. Uh, we see a T-shirt there, picture of a cat, wide eyes, the uh, slogan, superlative catastrophe. Lovely. And over the top of that, a uh, pure cotton, long-sleeved, uh, navy blue T-shirt with uh, some kind of uh, cross uh, or fleur-de-lis. Right, so I'm wearing sort of black jeans, a white t-shirt and a blue shirt. Fashion. <laughs> and um, I, 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 I need your help, listeners. When people inevitably say to me, so, Simon, what have you to come dressed as? And it is inevitable. It is inevitable. Oh, it's People inevitable. are going to ask me what I've come dressed as. I need some help. So, listeners, please email in studio at 10radio.org and, uh, and help me out, really.
And that was the sound of Liberty Bell by those super fairy animals from the album. Mm. Uh, Phantom Power? Phantom Power, Yeah, certainly. Phantom Power. One of the worst songs on that album, of course, after Venus and Serena. That's one of the best songs. Yeah, it's after Venus and Serena. One of the worst songs on the album, after Venus and Serena. Yeah. Oh, so it's not as good as Venus and Serena? Yeah. Oh, I get it. You've topsy-turved it. Yeah, 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 yeah. What I've done there, right, is I've taken all your suppositions, and you've got a lot of suppositions, haven't you? You don't really love each other. <laughs> and I've topsy-turved <laughs> Did you hear a strange whisper just then? I certainly didn't, but you did, didn't you? No. Lovely. Right, okay, good. <laughs> Crikey. Ooh. What's happening now, William? Um, I'm not sure. We'll press play then. I uh, probably will. Um, this is... Uh, it's not as good as Liberty Bell. What's a, bit, a little bit like the Super Fairy Animals, but from Somerset? Um, reef? That's right, it's Cooler Shaker. <laughs> a powerful satire there, of course, from the days of John Major. Absolutely dreadful. Absolutely intelligent. <laughs> My lord, I've never thought of such things. Hey, guys. Um, and girls. And uh, intermediaries. What on earth do you think Tom's up to? What could he possibly be up to? Is there a way to find out, mine brooder? You're damn straight there is. Mm. What is Tom up, up to now? Hello, Simon. Hi, Tom. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. Tom, what are you up to? <laughs> I'm uh, on the M6. Going to Brilliant it. news. Oh, great. All right. Great. We all right, Tom. Thanks for that. All right. Thanks, Tom. Bye. Bye. <laughs> what is Tom up, up to now? Song's over. I think it's fair to say that we've been a little bit down on Halloween. Um, so, Have we? Yeah, I think so, Will. And it's it's not really fair. So I think it's about... We should probably make some sort of effort to get into the spirit of it all. So um, well, we'll, let's, let's think we'll, about we'll, the awful things. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll give it a try. So um, I've murdered a vicar. Yeah. Uh, I found uh, Osama Bin Laden on uh, Branscombe Beach and I've... Buried in the Stonehenge. Uh, Ten Radio Studios being um, it's being haunted by the ghost of Idi Amin. Yeah. Um, and uh, be joined later on in the show by Ian Brady. Yeah. Um, I've been busy cutting the uh, was it the brake leads and cars? Is there such a thing as a brake lead? Yeah, kind of. It's a yeah, well, like a cable, isn't it? I mean, yeah, well, doing that, so I'd imagine many people are going to crash, perish uh, this yeah. evening. Um, oh, I've been. Uh, oh no, hang on. Um, oh, concreting over uh, wheelchairs. Yes, yes, yeah. I mean, this is horrific stuff. It really is. So, uh, so I mean, that's Halloween right there. Getting in the spirit of things. Yeah, and uh, I'm sure you'll all be very glad for that. That ghoulish interlude. Yeah. So, um, Halloween. Covered oh. and indeed smothered. Uh, Halloween a go go. Well, quite right, <laughs> oh, too. Why not? On indeed. evening. 
Well, quite right, too. Why not? Well, Simon, I'd stake my life on the fact that that was not by somebody currently in the hit parade. What strangeness was that? Uh, that was uh, Thundercat uh, with, um, oh, she it. It's X, which whew, makes an awful lot of sense to me, certainly. And I guess certainly. A fair amount of U2 listeners. Now, speaking of U2, um, Bob Sainsbury. What, formerly of U2? <laughs> formerly lead singer of U2, yes. yes. Uh, he, uh, he's, he's branched out. He's made his own uh, way in the world under the moniker Carnivore. <laughs> and uh, Bob plays wonderful music. He, was, uh, he came into the studio uh, with us uh, last January, I think it was. And it was a terrific show. Uh, the podcast is still available. And I was lucky enough to see him play in Ilminster uh, last Saturday night and I grabbed me a little interview and that's what you're going to hear uh, now. Mm. Right everybody, this is Simon and I'm sat in uh, Bob's car and Bob is carnivore. <laughs> the carnivore mobile! <laughs> Ready to solve any crimes. Oh yes! Or play any pop gigs. Uh, Bob, I've just seen you performing live in Ilminster, which is a bit like um, <laughs> New York yeah. to the southwest. Yeah, the, the Green Village, the <laughs> Greenwich Village. Green, green Village. <laughs> green Village, even. That's exactly what this is. So, yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a punk gig, isn't it, Bob? Mm. And, um, and Carnivore uh, opened. And how's Carnivore spelt, Bob, for those that don't know? Carnivore is C-A-R-N-I-V-O-R-R-R-R. Pronounced carnivore. Carnivore. And how did they spell it this evening, Bob? C A R N I V O O R. Carnivore. And it's not—it's not the fault of the people who promoted it, is it? Not it at happens all. a lot. It does. It happens every gig I do. Someone even not, doesn't have enough R's, <laughs> or I get a few extra O's. <laughs> And uh, I'm just happy to play, to be honest. That's I can't a, complain. That's I think if if you get more O's, I think you should maybe turn up like as like a Dutchman. Yeah, because it's kind of got oh. a Dutch feel to it. Yeah, it does a bit actually. You know, so yeah, I think maybe it's a, bit a Dutch. Viking too. I guess. <laughs> maybe your yeah. set should have a Viking tone. Uh, there were songs from your first album, which is called The Unleashing. Yes. And there were songs from your uh, e follow-up EP, which is called um, Your Inner War Is Being Observed. That's right, and that's that counts for you too, listeners. Uh, <laughs> and they're, they're all available on Bandcamp, aren't they? Indeed, Bob? yeah. Carnivore, like how I spell it, because I don't want to like you know, it's almost like Alan. Partridge, isn't it? With knowing me, knowing you, having to spell it all the time. But now I've like wasted that time saying that. So this is brilliant. Yeah, you're you're a great PR man, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, just go to a Facebook and then have a look. Really, that's Indeed. that's the message. And uh, Bob, have you got any um, upcoming pop concerts? I do. Yes, I am playing the Exchange in Bristol on November the third with uh, a band called Curtis, who are like a goth twosome, kind of like Crystal Castles mixed with Susie and the Banshees. Sounds good. And two other bands. That I, one of them's called Attigan Pus. <laughs> I, I'm not sure what they sound like. And I think the other's Shadows of Serenity. Nice. But it's like the exchange, and I'm looking forward to playing it, because I, I saw the Melvins there once. Oh, OK, yeah, yeah, I know them. So that was, like, really good. Good stuff. Yeah. Well, um, well, listeners, go to that, really. If yeah. you're in Bristol or in the country, just go there and do that. Bob, I've mm. got one follow-up question, because mm. we're going to have to go in and watch more punk rock, aren't of we? Of course, yes. Um, is, um, is, if you could be any sitcom character... <laughs> 
and like have all their good bits, but also have all of their foibles and everything. Yeah. Like the whole package. You live oh, their life. Blimey. Which one do you think you would choose? I mean, I'm putting you on the spot here, really, haven't I? I was going to say Louis C.K. Okay. Have, have you seen that Louis show? I haven't. No, I've seen him in Parks and Rec. But... It is good stuff. Oh, actually... Oh, it'd be fun being Jean-Ralphio, <laughs> wouldn't it? Yeah, it would. It'd be really fun. Because uh, apart from all the facts that, like, he's a bit of a knob... Yeah, he uh, does, he's not concerned with exactly, that, Exactly, he doesn't he? care. Yeah. No, that's ideal. Yeah, yeah good. Jean-Ralphio. <laughs> Excellent. So, this is Bob Jean-Ralphio Carnivore Saints. of cash! <laughs> he says that. He does, time. doesn't he? That's his thing. <laughs> and, uh, Simon, and, um, I think what, what, what we'll play next, Bob, on the radio... Yeah. Because this will happen on the radio... Okay. We'll play your song Robot Mechanoid Guardian, which is my favourite. Yeah, it probably still is mine, too. Uh, And uh, we'll we'll have the listeners listen to that. And go to Bristol on the 3rd of November. Yeah, 3rd of November, in between Halloween and Bonfire Night. In the sweet spot. Yeah, it's the sweet (laughs) spot. (laughs) Good stuff. Cool. Bye, Bob. Bye. was indeed the sound of carnivore and before that was the sound of bob who is carnivore wow the strange confluence of the man and the music that's together via right. the miracle simon of radio and it is a miracle no, that's that's true enough william that's true enough william speaking of miracles oh babe i've got something wonderful that you need to see i think it'll be the finest thing you've seen all fortnight speaking of which the hosts of Sorry Northern Service have a feature where they challenge each other over who's seen the best thing in between the broadcasting of their shows on Tech Radio. I think it's on now. Sorry, Toots. Rafty time will just have to wait. Certainly will. War, indeed. War. Uh, well, um, listeners, that's right. We're going to uh, we're going to challenge each other to, as to who's seen the best thing over the last fortnight. And uh, mm-hmm. uh, well, I, I'd like to go first, if I may. Fire away, Simon. Um, because mine's kind of related to Saturday night I spent with Bob, aka Brackets, as known Carnivore Sainsbury. Um, and it's not really necessarily the best thing I've seen. It's just something that somebody else saw, but I was involved. Okay, you you with me so far? Yeah, I knew yeah, it was okay. something very unsavoury. Carry I was, on. I was lost in Ilminster. It's a town that William and I grew up uh, very yeah. close to. and uh, Spitting distance. I, uh, I very much went to the wrong venue. Uh, Ilminster has two venues. I went to the wrong one. And uh, I was busy stood there trying to get some reception so I could phone Bob to try and find out where he was. Um, now, there were lots of uh, cackling girls, I think I'd call them. <laughs> that kind of thing. Uh, coming out of the, uh, the, the co-op with their booze. And, um, and there must have been, I'm, I'm saying early 20s, and um, I was over the other side of the road. That makes uh, him a hundred something years old, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, carry on. Um, I was uh, I was over the other side of the road, uh, minding my own business, puffing a cigarette, trying to get some reception. And um, one of them—that's his business. Uh, one of them said um, to to the other, "Hey, Lucy, is that your dad over there?" <laughs> And it was me that they were pointing at. Oh, And I Simon. looked up, and they didn't go, ooh, sorry. They went, no. <laughs> they all, as one, went, no. <laughs> May as well have done. It was, um, 
I was both delighted and horrified. It's so unflappable. I'm, I'm quite delighted because I've kind of always wanted to be a sort of like a middle-aged man and, and you know, somebody who could well be the father of a 20-year-old. And, um, well, and ever I, since I, you were about 15, we've all realised you were going to be Martin Clunes from Men Behaving Badly. <laughs> that's right. Well, that's happened. Yeah, I mean, that does kind of fit because I did go to the punk gig wearing my brown corduroy slacks <laughs> <laughs> and a uh, warm coat because uh, it was chilly that night so uh, so there we go it was my, the best thing was something somebody else saw which was me uh, I, 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 your best your best, best thing is you yeah yeah wow well at least now you know, well the thing is now you need to go back to Wilmington Simon and keep an eye out for that same gaggle just so that you could approach them from the distance and go Lucy hi <laughs> thee hence to the homestead I must about this place and fetch bottle and daub for to do the walls <laughs> I'm not that old <laughs> are you not yeah I am uh, yeah. I mean Lucy's over a hundred FYI uh, William <laughs> what's your best thing uh, my best thing is uh, coincidentally in a sense me or at least the reactions to me ladies and gentlemen it is the feast day of St Halloween ah oh, St Halloween's feast day and, of course, in my next fuel supermarket, we all got dressed up. About eight of us got dressed up. Some of us, our dressing up consisted of wearing stripy socks and tucking our trousers in. <laughs> That's your dressing up. What's the scariest Sorry. thing you've seen? Sorry, somebody... Say that again. One of the people decided the way to dress up for Halloween was to wear stripy socks. And then she tucked her trousers into the stripy socks. Frightful. Yeah, to give the illusion of possibly a hippie on a bike. <laughs> amazing. Absolutely yeah. amazing. Right. Which is which is top work. What I, you... however, Simon, yes. I am a master of disguise. <laughs> I got up in my best tocks. I've got my I've got my black slacks on, I've got my I've got my fitted uh, double cuff shirt on. Nice. I've got my moleskin waistcoat. But hold on, you sound like you're, you're you're dressing for success rather than dressing for this Halloween business. Dress for the job you want, and the job I wanted via the application of glasses, a hat, and some bandages is that of the Invisible Man. Oh, oh uh, famous, uh. the Invisible Man. So you went dressed as the Invisible Man. I went dressed as the Invisible Man. Okay. Mmm. Bandages for those who you don't understand. Bandages all around the head. Gloves on hand, hat on top, dark glasses, no skin exposed, so nobody understands that I am invisible yep. beneath my clothing. Yep. We have an image of this, we have an image of this. Yep. But. Yes. Not everybody has heard of the invisible man, Simon. Not everybody identifies him by sight, ironically. <laughs> <laughs> so what were the reactions you got from your paying customers, Will? Amongst the lowliest of them, Simon, amongst the lowliest of them, mainly from the tiny children, that man, he's dressed as a mummy. Not a mother, but a mummy of ancient Egypt. Oh, well, that's fair enough. You've got the bandages I've on. I've got the bandages yeah, okay. on. I'm looking a little bit dapper for a mummy, let's face it. But maybe dressed as a mummy in a Panama hat. Next, next most extraordinary suggestion. Are you dressed as Michael Jackson? <laughs> to which my initial and immediate response was, I'm wearing two gloves. <laughs> Where did you ever see him in two gloves? <coughs> I mean, the Panama hat, yes. Two gloves. No. I guess he had lots of facial work done, didn't he? So he did have a lot of facial yeah, work okay. done. There are a few famous photos of him entirely bandaged. Right, okay. Okay, again, sort of acceptable. But you're right, you were wearing two gloves. Two right. gloves? Yeah, okay. None of them sparkly, both of them black leather. Yep, carry on. My favourite response. Yep. My absolute favourite response. Yep. You there, mate. You come dressed as a terrorist. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> the Taunton Dean impression of what a terrorist looks like is a man in 
black slacks, <laughs> work boots, uh, moleskin waistcoat, double cuff sleeves, entirely bandaged head, Panama hat, aviator sunglasses. Terrorist. Fellas are terrorists. Yep. Name badge. Terrorists. Brilliant. Well, on that note, uh, there we go. <laughs> And so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. Hey, William, guess what? I don't know. Guess what? That's right, sir. Uh, um, what, no, what I mean to say is, uh, it's time we uh, reviewed the most recent two episodes of Downton Abbey. Oh, you ready for this? Y'all ready for this? Downton Abbey. Downton Abbey. Downton Abbey. The reason for the overwhelming stench in the house is revealed as Lord Wallop explains what bathing is. It's for people who want to take all their clothes off. Isn't it terribly damp? Would that make a difference? Oh, yes, if you had no clothes on. I think it's a mad idea. Baroness Crumbo's mouth is writing checks her savage, carnivorous nature can't cash. Come and sit here and we can talk. I'm not going to eat you. But you are going to chew me up. Father Christmas has arrived, but there will be no presents this year, as they have all been very naughty. I've shown him into the drawing room, but I'm afraid it is as we feared. Oh, I am sorry. His lordship's with them now. He's here then? Yes, and it's not looking hopeful. Oh, dear. The following is unfortunate. I wish Isis would perk up. Mrs. Plinker does not want Lady Fripperton to come in. She is also a show-off when it comes to identifying the properties of skimming stones. I don't want her to come in. Well, there's no need to be rude. Of course not. Well, she's not coming in and that's flat. Lady Strumples has been working with her French personal trainer and is beefed right up. She's also had explosives strapped to her fists. She is intending to beat her father into next week. It is wonderful on you, my lady. I hope so. My father will explode. Me, super. Thank you. You've made me feel very strong. The ant infestation that has been plaguing the house is, ant by ant, diminishing. Oh, I've got some good news for a change. An old ant died. The family are dreadfully rude about one of their elderly guests at dinner. Maybe Father Christmas was right after all. What's the matter, darling? She's terribly listless. I wonder if she's picked up a germ. Or she'd have eaten a dead squirrel or something equally fell. She's quite fat. Perhaps she's pregnant. No, she can't be. That was the Strangler Band there with Get a Grip on Yourself from the album Rattus Norvegicus. And that was, of course, the first good song of the show. But, Simon, there is another person who has an excellent idea of how to find good music. And who is that person? Well, that man is uh, Sam Horton. Sam who, Horton? Who is the uh, man behind the website Soniscope.com. Soniscope.com? Uh, uh, I highly recommend you going and uh, having yourself a little butcher's um uh fight uh, 
site, look at it, and um, and have a yeah. But he, Sam, is coming into the studio well to join us. Really? On our next show. He's going to be. He's going to be in this very studio from whence you hear our dulcet tones, and uh, he'll be explaining all about what music is. Yes, he'll be explaining what modern music is. Modern music. Sam is coming in on the fourteenth of November on our next show, and uh, he's coming all the way from uh, well, sort of, but, you know, sort of southeast but this... sort of way, and uh, and it's, it's it's going to be great. He's going to play us some cutting edge pop music. Well. Fitzhead. Yes, he's coming from Fitzhead. Um, <laughs> he's going to play us some cutting edge pop music. He's going to explain to us what uh, uh, cutting edge pop music is. Is he going to explain how to find cutting edge pop music, or would that be eating into his revenue stream? I think it would be uh, eating into his ha- hands. Playing into his hands. Because <laughs> to, to find hands. wonderful pop music, you just need to head to Soniscope. Soniscope. What the hell was that? <laughs> <laughs> That was a trail for our next show, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Uh, and uh, I enjoyed it. And uh, I dare say you'll all be listening in. It's always better with guests. <laughs> I'm trying to find a song that's any really good, but I can't because all I can think of is what the hell was that? <coughs> wow. Wow. Well, here's a, a lovely song, guys. And we're looking forward to Sam arriving, aren't we? Email in if you're looking forward to Sam coming in. I bet you are. Mm. Here's the Silver Jews with Animal Shapes. The Shape of Animals. I'm rambling now. Goodbye. <laughs> Shut up, Stephen! Um, right, okay, listen. Uh, child. William just dropped an expletive before we came back on on, on there. There. Only just. But <laughs> two emails <laughs> in, Will. Okay, doesn't it? We've had, uh, we've had, uh, we've had three emails. Three emails coming in all of a sudden. I think the emails have suddenly started working. Now the first one it says, "Carnivore is brilliant." He sounds such good fun, but knows you. Bob and his loop pedal are great. Dot Barry S. Well, thank you very much, Barry, and um, I'll pass that on to uh, to Bob. Now, look, uh, there's something I've been meaning to do for a long time. Um, ever is since it a wee, it is a wee. Actually, I could I could really go a wee. Uh, but uh, more than that, since we had uh, Bob in the studio with his guitar and his loop pedal, I kind of had a thought that I would like to put on a carnivore show, uh, or at least have carnivore per- performing in public in Wibby. Um, and I suggested it to Bob in an attempt to sort of paint myself into a corner of actually having to organise it, uh, which didn't work. I then contacted uh, another person who I thought would be good to come and perform uh, in, in the hope that it would sort of paint me into a corner and make me actually go ahead and organise it and do it. Um, so what I figured I'd do now is announce it on the show that I'm hoping to organise this at some point in Wivaliscum to have Bob and a few other performing artists playing in the hope that it will seriously paint me into a corner and I will actually have to go ahead and do it. Do you think this will actually work? I hope so, because I really do want to put a, a, a show on up at the brewery. Yeah, I, I got as far as phoning the brewery to find out whether or not I could do it. And they said? Yes. Well, right. <laughs> but I didn't take any further. <laughs> they explained how easy it was, and it seemed inordinately easy for me to put on a show in Wivy. But I just haven't got around to doing it. So, um, listeners, just get on my back, in a metaphorical sense... Uh, and, 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 and keep prodding me in, in again metaphor uh, and, and, and tell me to to get on and organise a gig with Carnivore here in Wivy because you need it 
Hello, it's Simon from Sorry Not In Service. I'd like to put on a show at your brewery. As soon as possible? Excellent. I shall be back in contact as soon as possible. <laughs> Goodbye. One year later. That was it, was it? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. You mad fool. You look quite cross. Read the next email. Read the next email. Why should you change when you've survived living in a haunted house? Now, I think this is with reference to um, my request for ideas for how I could dress up at this Halloween party. Is this right? Have I read this correctly? Oh, right. Yeah, now I understand it. So, oh, okay, yes, fine. it is. Right, I okay. guess. Yes, say it is. Yeah, well, whatever. Um, yep. Because, of course, this email was dictated, but not read back, by the Bacon Ghost. And what was the bacon ghost, Simon? Do you recall the bacon ghost? Well, I think it's in the house that uh, our parents live in. Uh, there was um, mum and her sister. This is uh, their old, uh, their old childhood home. Uh, mum and dad are living there now. And uh, mum and her sister came downstairs one morning and ran to the kitchen, all excited because they could smell bacon. Looking forward to bacon butties. Bacon. And uh, but there weren't any. And that's proper English. And um, there weren't none. It turns out it was because the ghost smells of bacon. Yeah, because there's a ghost that smells of bacon, and not just to them. It has happened to other people who have not heard of the bacon ghost. Ooh. Disprove that, Richard Dawkins. <laughs> <laughs> he will. He will. He will. And he'll say some very offensive things. If I know the old dorkster. Yes, yes, yes. The old dorkinator. Yes. So you're going to the Halloween party as, as somebody who has lived in a haunted house. Yep. And lived to tell the tale. Well, quite right too. I might smother myself in bacon just to yep. ram the point home. Wake up and smell the bacon that isn't there because it's a ghost, as the old t-shirt goes. Email number three. Email number three, sent at 2110. And here we are reading it at 21.17. The seven minute turnaround <laughs> slot on Sorry Not In Service. Brilliant. It declares onto us. <coughs> I'm looking forward to Sam coming in and he's from Fitzhead. Nice. Message for Will. Makes it easier for the listeners if you are not laughing so much at your own funniness that we can't hear what you're saying. Dot. I've never done that, Barry. So Barry a... makes it easier for the presenters to read out the emails if they're punctuated properly. I've never done that, d Will. Uh, so Barry, in what in the space of what seven minutes, the, the old seven-minute turnaround of him of his own. Uh, yeah, he's he's, uh, he, 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 he's been up in carnival. He's been up in carnival. He's uh, been excited about Sam, and he's been down on the old Will laughter. Well, well, you know certainly. what, Barry. Laughter makes the world turn around. If you don't believe me, have a look at Mercury. It's got a um, rotational period of about 300 days. It's insane. And it's no, hilarious. No, it's not. Oh, is it not? No, it's not. That's why it doesn't turn, Simon. Oh. You're not listening. Sugar. Nice recovery, especially after <laughs> two weeks since you did actually swear on air. Well, it's been a month since I dropped the F-bomb. Has it? Yes. Doesn't time fly when you're under inspection from Ofcom? <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we've been having a lot of fun and let's think about the uh, more tragic elements of life now with the song Lotion, which is lovely. That was lotion by Greenskeepers, and I certainly hope all of you are remembering to put the lotion in the basket. <laughs> well, I certainly will, from now on. Uh, William, speaking of from now on... Speaking of from now on... Brackets, i.e. the future... The future, Simon, but the future is unknowable. Its tapestry is unreadable, but by all but immortal man. 
Well, yeah, and we've done some horoscopes in them. Yes! Zodiac signs are an important part of who we are, but astrology is so much more than personality traits. The constant motion of the planets affects our lives in the boardroom, the bedroom, and everywhere in between. From Saint Augustine to Russell Grant, many have tried to harness the awesome power of the Zodiac. But one man stands tall above all others and will guide you through the mystical world of this most astronomical of phenomena. Welcome to Horoscopia. Circumstances that rely on your goodwill shall come both thickly and fast this week. Politely decline all offers, especially those involving spined lizard women. Taurus. You will be, frankly, in love with that chicken and stuffing sandwich. Like all your love affairs, it will ultimately end in the frequently mispronounced verb Absorption. Gemini. War. Huh. It is good for putting the trials of life in sharp relief. Except when those trials distinctly involve war. Which they shall, General Ian Setter. Cancer. My name is Amanda. I saw your page and contacted you. Please send me a picture of you with your bank details. Please, no fakers. Leo. Withering on the bow was not the goal life had in mind for you. But who can say where you went wrong? Probably the engineering degree. Or the constant clawing at your eyes. Either way, you really failed to impress the universe. Loser. Virgo, trust in me. Just in me. Close your eyes. Close them further. Fold your eyelids down and down until your whole body wraps inward upon itself. Trust me. Libra. Fed up? Why not take a new tack in life? Nope. Rocks. Still, nothing ventured. Scorpio. Truth is beauty. And beauty is truth. Lies, therefore, are profoundly ugly. Thus, we must consider the possibility that that haircut is born of absolute untruth. Sagittarius. Iceland, Greenland, Sweden, Norway, Western Supermare. Vikings abound everywhere, but a scant few of the ones raiding your monastery will plow their loot into a penny drop machine. Reflect on how their crimes will not pay. Capricorn. No, Capricorn. Mutton and lamb are not the same thing. And the sooner you realize this, the sooner we'll get this astral relationship back on track. 
Aquarius, only father, only father, only for the hardcore UK raver, and you, only the friendship of idiots, Pisces. A childhood is ruined upon re-watching Bambi, when you realize that all along he was actually a ghost, or Kaiser Soze, or a man, or a sledge, or he fired the gun. Your son's childhood is ruined by your bellowed tirade at the screen, bare-chested and weeping. And yet, meanwhile, in Storley, things are truly going bad to worse. When the smoke cleared, the little steamer had reached the misty horizon, and Carrie was safe. But the Thunder Child had vanished forever, taking with her man's last hope of victory. The leaden sky was lit by green flashes, cylinder following cylinder, and no one and nothing was left now to fight them. The Earth belonged to the Martians. So, um, well, I guess things aren't going that well in Storley. <laughs> but, you know, it's Halloween, eh? Sometimes that's, things get a little bit out of hand. That's true. What, what, what can you expect, really? You, you, you do live there. Um, William, you live I... by the Storley, you die by Martians. <laughs> Uh, I think it is probably a bit of time to uh, a bit of time, <laughs> bit of time to bring the mood down. Yay! Oh look, I've got an email. It's sat there in my inbox. Let's have a read and see what it says, and then do everything it instructs me to. Oh, you f***ing idiot. I'm junk mail. I'm gonna screw you over. Take you for every penny you're worth, you f***ing puppet. Uh, what do you think I am, genuine? Uh, you must be f***ing joking, you doting twins. Send us your bank details. Uh, still yeah. enjoying the jingle. Oh yeah. Oh, yes. Do feel free to send us your bank details. <laughs> Please do. And if uh, Mercy Clinton is listening... Studio at tenradio.org. Yep, pronto. Um, pronto. This is from Miss Rose Richard. Miss Rose Richard? Yeah. No, Didn't she sing Car Wash? <laughs> I think she might have done, actually. Uh, well, she's living in the Ivory Coast at the moment. Cote d'Ivoire, if you will. Oh, nice. Thank A you. little bit of the uh, the Belgian flavour there. Uh, so, her email starts, Good day, my dear. Good day, my dear. Yes. Informal. I like Miss Rose Richards. In confidence, I have to introduce myself. Mm. For I am Miss Rose Richard. Miss Rose Richards. 21 years old. <laughs> That's a theme tune, if you will. Miss Rose Richards. Well, why not? I'm the only daughter of the late Mr. and Mrs. Richard. I prayed before contacting <laughs> you. Please, for God's sake, do not see my mail as an embarrassment, as we do not know each other before. For what we are about to email, <laughs> may the Lord make me bloody happy. <laughs> for God's sake, don't see my mail as an embarrassment. She's quite blasphemous for somebody who prays before she sends emails to yes. strangers. I wish to request for your assistance in my efforts to procure the transfer of my inherited money for investment ventures under your care and directive. Oh, crikey. What? She's not got a good grasp of the old punctuation now. I mean, that's worse than Quantock Horde. Yeah, well, have you ever seen Cote d'Ivoire written down? It's all over the place, <laughs> oh, frankly. All the commas have got helium and gone high. <laughs> They've all gone high. 
Anyway, Rose inherited six million four hundred thousand dollars. Right. Yeah. And well, she's uh, all right then. What's the problem? She requires. Well, she requires my assistance in receiving the transfer of her inherited money. Well, I thought she'd already inherited it. Well, that's what I thought. But you're not yet. a solicitor, although I've noticed you're soliciting about the place. Oh no, hang on. <laughs> uh, I think the gist of it, she wants to come over to this country to further her education, and she's uh, she she wants me to set oh. up the money in this country. <laughs> I think after Clegg backslided, backslided that that might not be enough money, eh? Oh, tuition fees? Yes, po- yes, politics. Why not? Contemporary, twenty-first uh, so century. It looks as though um, her, she's requesting that uh, she sends the money to me. I then take care of the investment of the money while she goes off to study. For God's sake, don't see her email as an embarrassment. I'll I'll do my utmost not to. Please, I am an orphan, and I need your assistance to transfer my inherited money to your country. And also your insistence to secure a nice school for me in your country, where I will continue my education. How many schools do you want to buy? (laughs) (laughs) Please know that all is legally. All is legally? All is legally. I have me all the documents that's covered the deposit fund, which I legally inherited from my late father. You know when people use the word legally twice when they're talking (laughs) about what they're doing? One sentence. And it's involving $6.4 million. Oh yeah, literal alarm bells start to ring. You know the ones on the police cars on their way, they don't have alarm bells anymore. (laughs) That's a little bit 1940s, isn't it? Anyway, Rose, I think, unfortunately, I'm going to have to decline. Yep. Yep, because um, I'm just a bit busy, really. But thank you anyway. play Car Wash at some point, though. That's a great song. Working for the Car Car wash. Wash. Yeah. Working out that car wash. Car wash. Got 6.4 million dollars. Car wash, yes. Right, quickly get back onto the the desk desk. and doing the radio. That's right, seamless transition from song to. Uh, and that was Beck there with putting it down and during that Simon and I learned a lot more about each other <laughs> via a Q&A that's right it was what's a, what, your name Simon Simon sorry what's your name comma Simon yes um, so I think really in the spirit of learning it's about time we had some mother effing science why not Sorry Rotten Service, in conjunction with the arrogance of leaving the gas on knowingly, is standing proud to present the Professor Frisian Hillbilly Science Demystification Interlude. This week, exploring that adage that there is not so queer as folk. Hypothesis. It is my colossal opinion that, despite unruly protestation to the contrary, there is not a doubt barely 50% as unusual as people, with a special reference to those known as folk. Method. By measuring the amount of paranormal behaviour exhibited by nothing at all, and then comparing said quantity through the application of science to the proliferation of conscious standard hijinks performed by an individual unit of folk, I will create a scientifically deductible ratio of nout-folk queerness against which all future folk-nout oddities can be analysed. Data collection. 
Conclusion. As ever, the results reveal far more than could possibly have been deduced matter-of-factishly by common bandit betwixt the chattering hordes to which my technicians and wife belong. Indeed, to now say that there are folk within a micro-queer of an out is a matter for only future research to pontificate. We live by the science, and thusly, we live by the science. For science! For science! Wowzers. Wowzers. And what did we learn there, Professor? Um, <laughs> God knows, I've absolutely no idea. And that is the science demystification there. I, I, I think what we learnt was don't keep the scientist locked up with nothing, well, with only his own thoughts to keep him company for, for, for several weeks on end. Yes, wandering <laughs> science minds. Yeah, exactly. So I think, we'll, uh, we'll yeah. Need to, I think we'll need to hear more from the scientist to avoid uh, less uh, extraordinary work. Yes. Than, than that. <laughs> so I struggled to keep hold of it. I yeah. think the gist of it was there's... Possibly not so queer as folk, but then it turned out that maybe there isn't not so queer as folk. <laughs> so it's it's yeah, it's it's still up for discussion. Yeah, uh, studio at studio at tenradio dot com. Org. Org. This is Tem Radio. For the ten parishes: Ashbridge, Battleton, Brompton, Rowe, Chipstable, Clatworthy, Fitzhead, Jewish Chumflower, Milverton, Dorling, Riverlisker, and Terra Creek. Ray- Certainly on this most spooktacular of evenings. <laughs> Too flipping, right? Spooktacular! And listeners, this has been Sorry Not In Service Indeed. Yes. Uh, <laughs> sorry Indeed Not In Service. So I'm going to have to get this out before before the end of the thing, because it's, like, it's kind of Well, it's Hall- enormous. It's kind of our Halloween show. <laughs> um, the, the guy that uh, deals with... Um, uh, doing the announcements for produce, fruit and veg, fruit and veg, fruit and veg. Oh well, in your supermarket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Next to the supermarket, he's been uh, coming up. He's been trying to do, do puns all about the things, the toffee apples. You know, the terrifying toffee apples. Uh, he did today refer to the terrible toffee. Apples. <laughs> 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 Not quite, <sighs> but good work. Aisle six for the appalling anchovies. I've just waved at some varmints. Have you well? So this is a uh, this is a euphemism hour this on Ten Radio. Yeah, he was waving at varmints. Simon, play us out. Yes, sir. Varmint o'clock coming up. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Time to go. Time Bye. to go. Well, what an enjoyable experience that was for one and all. Yes, and all. Uh, all of you. You heard our voices. We done a radio. We are excitable at times. <laughs>
We'll be on again in a fortnight, which will be the 14th of November. Remember, remember the 14th of November. Yes. Uh, Sonoscope, William and Simon. And, and Sam. Yeah, bye. <laughs>